This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It is hour number two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic afternoon. What do you think is the most key matchup in Cowboys at Buccaneers Monday night, 7-15, right here on your home of the Cowboys? We'll have the pregame show for you uh, starting next Monday at uh, 4 o'clock. I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hang out with you guys for at least an hour, a couple hours and stuff till you officially turn it over to the network. It's going to be an exciting and energy-packed evening. Here we're looking at all uh, playoff matchups. You know, you'll have playoff matchups Saturday and Sunday and, uh, of course, the Monday nighter. I'll give you what the athletic says is their key matchup, and you tell me who's going to win it, okay? But not before we talk significantly about this Cowboys-Buccaneers situation here. Uh, key matchup, Dallas interior offensive line versus the Bucks front, okay? At an 877-881-1053, who do you think wins that matchup, and what are the other key matchups that you are looking at? Here's what the athletic says, gentlemen. Cowboys have battled a slew of injuries recently. Opponents have taken advantage of the holes exposed by those setbacks. Heading into wild card, two of Dallas' main defensive issues look like they'll be patched with materials both strong and uh, Leighton Van Der Esch and Jonathan Hankins. They're back on track, and uh, Anthony Brown, of course, not coming back. But there's a huge spotlight on the pivot for the Cowboys' O-line. McCarthy also said center Tyler Biotish could suit up. Biotish is coming back from a high ankle sprain. That injury typically keeps a player from performing at anywhere close to 100% for a period much longer than the two weeks. Biotish has been down. Uh, his ability to play at a feasible level is key for the Dallas run game. The Cowboys feature the fourth-best rushing offense by DVOA entering Week 17 when Biotish suffered his hip injury. They also ranked fourth in EPA per design rush on 462 design rushes with Biotish on the field this season. But with him out, the Cowboys have not been good. Okay, that's what you need to know. So that's not that's not encouraging. I don't expect them to win that. You know, I expect the Tampa front with Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks getting healthy to have a lot of success against the Cowboys. And I think this is on Dak Prescott being able to take yards with his legs, being able to extend plays, and then thread the needle. You know, we need like a 21 of 25 game for Dak. I know he has it in him, but he is going to be under a lot of pressure with a run game getting about three yards per attempt. Uh, you know, I think you continue to run. You know, and get to third and long and hope Dak can play. I, I think if you try to pass all damn day, it's going to end in a massive disaster. So I, I think you split it 50-50. But no, I do not think the Cowboys offensive line has a chance in H-E double hockey sticks against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front. It's on Dak to make it happen. Well, With or like, without Biotish, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I think getting Biotish back is definitely helpful. 
You know, the article goes on to say the Cowboys had 29 design runs last week against Washington. Only six of those 29 run plays were successful for the Cowboys. And a 20% success rate was what they had, which is about half of what they had with Biotish on the field. And not a single one of those went for more than six yards. So we've talked about the impact that Terrence Steele clearly makes. You're not getting Steele back. But at least to get Biotish back, I don't think this is going to completely remedy the situation by any means. Biotish is pretty key. The impact on the passing game was, you know, massive. I Absolutely. think the, the success rate dropped 15% on that as well. Huge, huge. Woo. And and look, I think we've also just underrated, and I, I, I have said that I think Tyler Biotish is the most improved player on the Cowboys roster this year. Biotish cool. did not give up a single sack this year. The only other player who allowed less pressures along the Cowboys' offensive line was Zach Martin. Cool. Biotish was fantastic. That's in pass protection. So getting him back is immense. I mean, so the run it, game— it, it probably helps you more in the, in the passing game. It probably game. does. Well, and just, you know, just having your center back who can go ahead, and he's the quarterback of the offensive line, right? But it, it is hard to say that they're going to win that battle in the trenches. I do think you can't abandon the run like they did against Tampa Bay. You've got to keep it honest, but I'm with you, Gavin. I think if they're going to win, it's going to be on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. Well, they had a creative run, if you remember, in the game. They used Turpin as an option player. Like, they faked, they faked a, like a, almost a slash. Like, they faked the inside handoff. It was to, early in the game, right? Yeah, to Pollard, and it went quick, and it just drew the Buccaneers one way, and then they optioned off the edge. And then, if you remember, Dak, he fakes it, and they get the they get the – Defender to go up the field, and he went up, the, and, and Dak turned it up the field for like a first down, like nine yards. Kind of feel like that's some of the stuff you're going to have to do. I don't think it's just getting the shotgun and hand the ball off all day. You know, I think there's going to be have to be some some of these runs. But I what I saw Dallas doing against a, a healthy Tampa team in Week One, there were it didn't discourage me from trying. You know, there's sometimes you watch these games and you're going. Man, there's no way they can't block these guys. Yeah, but I saw like Farniak blocking guy. I mean, and, and I, I just it, if I usually like I say, I usually just get totally frustrated by it. I'm like, yeah, they can't. They can't. You're saying there's a chance. You're I'm saying just a chance saying, they get I'm, four and a half per carry. I'm just saying there's a chance to the point where I just wouldn't totally put no, it all on no. Dak no. because okay. I think and I think I'm that's what you, you're Brian. saying right there. No, but I'm with you because. There are times when I go in like the Commanders game, they played the Commanders twice this year and didn't run the ball a lick, you know? But I think they got away from the run too early in the Buccaneers game. Hmm. That's kind of where I... No, that, totally. Yeah, yeah, they abandoned the run. I think they only yeah. had 16 runs or something like yeah. that. Now, the Bucks defense did rank third in defensive run success rate during the regular season. See, um, that right there is huge. And for a lot of the regular season, they didn't have Vea or they didn't have Hicks, and now they're about to have them. You gave us the the win-loss uh, numbers with the Bucks this year when those two guys both play, and they're 6-1. and one. Uh, So, yeah, this is going to be a formidable thing. Not impossible. I don't think we're talking about the steel curtain by any stretch. No. But you do need to help yourself with some of these, whatever the option play you were just discussing about the, the early – the, uh, the the first game of the season there, found success that way. Help yourself with a little bit of creativity, with the play calling, with the, uh, with the, with the presentation of the plays, and then the timing of them. Be careful about, it's not that you don't run the ball, but on first and 10, maybe not just turn around when, when you're getting, even though it's not that great right now, six yeah. yards a pop when you're throwing the ball on first down versus whatever it was you were getting the other day, which is a yard and a half. And since steel, you're talking about Ugh. three yards on first down. Why would you do that? Help yourself, Kellen Moore, with the timing of some of these things. 
don't abandon it, but yeah. let, let's not just turn the ball, uh, just just turn around and hand the ball off on first and ten all the time. No, because then you're really asking Dak to be a superhero on second and eight and third and eight or third and nine and like and he's done that to his credit a lot of the season but he didn't do it last week and to expect him to do it on the road in the playoffs versus the bucks i think is a little bit foolish eventually I mean, at gonna times he's gonna have to yeah but for four quarters i can't ask my quarterback to go third and nine all the time now what about on the other side of the ball is there a matchup on defense that if the cowboys win it you're like hey we're gonna keep him to 17 or 15 points or something and we could have a chance to win even if the offense does sputter all day we're gonna be in this thing in the fourth quarter like you hold him to 19 if you just have a mediocre offensive day, you win in, in week one. Can we replicate that? And, and what's going to be the key with this defense that's struggling so much, especially with the big play at left corner? I think as much as Tampa wants to, I mean, they, they, they haven't run the ball all year. They did run the ball on you at week one. They haven't. I mean, they're going to try. If you tell me you can completely choke their run and it just turns into Brady throwing the ball, the, the pressure is going to be. scares me the most. To do that, it's going to be a lot of man coverage. I know. Scares me the I know. Most. But Brady the, but, throwing the ball scares but me way Brady more than throwing Leonard the ball, But Brady throwing the ball to me is, can you find a way to win? Can you get your pass rush going? Can, now you're getting can, the takeaways? Yeah. Can you all of a sudden, Donovan Smith, he can't play. They figured out, like, Donovan Smith can't block. He, he was the guy that Brady was cussing out in week one, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. He's like, and keep this Parsons guy off me. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If they, They've got a lot of issues, and all of a sudden, it's like, they have to now, it turns into just completely trying to mass protect or max protect and get the ball out because the pressures. I, I think you could, I think if they could just find a way to hit Brady in this game. Oh, yeah. They hit him. him eight times in the first matchup. Just keep hitting him as much as you can. That's what Cincinnati did. Cincinnati's down 17 to nothing, and all of a sudden, they just, by the end of the game, it's like, you know, it's 20 to 17, and you're like, they, how they get back? It's the turnovers, and they kept hitting Brady. They couldn't run the ball, and they just kept knocking him down every pass. And defensively, you played well enough to win in that first matchup. If your offense had have just done anything, right? Nineteen points, your defense holds them to. You should win that football game. You should score more than twenty points on offense. I think it's in the middle. Like we talked about, Osa Digizua, Jonathan Hankins, yeah. Chauncey Golston just had a really good game for you against Washington. If you can take advantage of that interior, the Bucks' offensive line, pressure in Brady's face because he is really good at getting rid of the ball quickly. We talked about that yesterday. 2.3 seconds is the average time in which he gets rid of the football. But the quickest path to the quarterback, right up the middle. So even now, if that's moving Micah around and blitzing from that A-gap. You have to make this game, as quick as he's going to get it out, you have to make this a contested catch game. You cannot give them free access inside on, on passes. You can't make it easy. Make every throw a contested throw. Because you, you, Mike Evans is a great receiver. Mike Evans will drop the ball. You know, Chris Godwin, he's caught 100 of them, but he'll drop. I mean, receivers, when they have to deal with contested plays all day, that's tough on them. Yeah, they might make a play or two, but then again, you might have, you know, one, one or two drops. Or misses, you know. So I, especially on these third downs and stuff, I if you give these guys free access, this quarterback will kill you. We all know that. All righty, great stuff on this matchup, Chief. Anything to add before we look at the other ones? I just uh, d- don't give up the big play. Like the, the Buccaneers have not been a big play offense this year, but they scored a bunch of points on Carolina a couple of, or a couple of weeks ago, going going deep a few times. The big explosive plays can allow them to really do something. You can hold them under twenty points, even if if Brady's going to do the nickel and dime thing, and it's just going to be quick passing. 
then I think you could you can survive that to some extent. The running game, you can survive that, but you can't survive. Like even in the game in the first game, Mike Evans had at least one catch of twenty yards. Julio Jones had one for forty eight. Godwin had one for twenty four. And if you're going to give up chunk plays like that, ultimately, I think that'll be your demise. Absolutely, it would in that situation. And they've been susceptible. I bring that up because the Cowboys have been susceptible as of late. Yeah, to that. yeah they've allowed huge. 21 yeah. plays of more than 20 yards yeah. in their last five games, and it's yeah. pretty much all through the air. Worse than the NFL in that big play category right now on defense. It's insane how this has pulled a bad 180. A one seven says, "Stop! You know what's about to happen." Uh, I think some Cowboy fans feel that way, but a number of folks are still optimistic. We did a poll yesterday. We got a lot of votes, and over 50% of people are going to pick the Cowboys to get the win here. A Cowboys win will depend on Dak and the corners being shut down, says the 214. Okay, how about Seahawks at Niners? Do we have a shot here? And let me ask you this. We don't want an upset, do we? I mean, if you want to get to the NFC title game, you don't even want to go to Philly? Well, you want an upset. No, you, you want would, both upset? You want San Francisco I, and, we'll you, see, and Seattle? Yeah, not, if no, Seattle beats yeah. San Francisco, Seattle's got to go to Philly, and yeah. you get to go yeah, to Minnesota. You're probably going to host Minnesota because I think the Giants are okay, going to so, beat the Vikings. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you want the Seahawks to win. Yeah, you, you do. want you, chaos. You, do you want New York to win? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you get a home then game you and you probably game. play the Giants if, 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 if Seattle ended up winning as well. Okay, the, 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 I think you just want to go to Philadelphia. If in, in Seattle wins, Seattle wins. They're going to Philadelphia. If the Giants win, they're going to go to. You would win the game. Well, and the Giants are going to you. Yeah, then the Giants will be playing you in the division. The way you go to Philadelphia is by the the Seahawks losing, and, uh, and basically being and all chalk. If chalk, yeah. 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 yeah, chalk, chalk, chalk sends you to Philadelphia, right? I, I like the idea of Jalen Hurts. No, because the alternative is home to Daniel Jones or yeah. in Minnesota, I guess. You'd rather do that, wouldn't you? Okay, so how are you getting home to Daniel Jones? Wouldn't they be the worst wild card and they'd go to Philadelphia? Yeah, no, Seattle would be. No, Seattle, yeah. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle would be the worst Seattle wild card. Seven, okay. Seattle's the seven, seven I see six, now. and five. That's yeah. my bad. Yeah. They say the key here is Seattle's defense against the 49ers run game. I hope Seattle can handle it. It seems like nothing can really handle the the Niners running game. Uh, what do you guys think in that in that matchup? Seattle's defense does does it have enough to slow down San Francisco and give us a legitimate shot of that happening? I think it was no. a one score game the last time they played. Yeah, it's it, the one thing you got to you got to learn about here is it's it's fortunately for the Seahawks it's really it's a common opponent. So yeah, I mean you you would kind of have an idea how to play. I kind of feel like the, the the one thing that what again watching the 49ers play the Buccaneers that running game is hard to stop just because the fact of a way they attack you with McCaffrey now with Debo with all I mean they just are you Kittle they got you, it, yeah man. they got it's it's motion it's a fullback it's a it's there's just a lot of things that that make it very very difficult for you to have to deal with Okay, and then the other matchup here real quick is I'm still confused. I, I still am confused on how this bracket's going to play out. Uh, but then the other game, why don't, I, why don't I see that matchup there? But no, if, if New York does beat Minnesota and That's San tr- Francisco beats Seattle, New York would be the worst wild card team no, going to, go to Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You go to San Francisco. Yes, in that scenario, you, yeah. have, you have San Francisco That's the most likely Seattle. scenario, yeah. Yeah, Not San Francisco would beat Seattle. Yeah, New you, York beats Minnesota, which is very doable. Very doable, but not yeah. necessarily likely, but but very doable. I think the most likely scenario is you do go to Philadelphia, uh, but I would love for Seattle to beat San Francisco, so they're already done, and Seattle goes to Philadelphia, and now I go to Minnesota, or I host the Giants. See, that's why I was kind of hoping that Green Bay would get in this thing, 
because I think Green Bay could knock off San Francisco and could have knocked off Philadelphia. Yeah. And then you, and then you take your chance in an NFC Championship game in your backyard against the Packers. Giants Vikings they're saying Wink Martindale against Justin Jefferson and and Kirk Cousins. The Giants had that thing won last time they played. Yeah, it was that a was, game. And that was only was a, a few weeks game. ago. Yeah, 61-yard field goal to win it. It's yeah. time expired. Yeah. They did Minnesota a huge favor putting that game at 430 as well, keeping it out of a prime time there for, for old uh, Kirk Cousins. But, you know, out of the games that you could see a uh, upset in, that the uh, Vikings are just favored by, by, by three points there at home. I think Vegas has to look at this as, man, these are two pretty average uh, football teams. Minnesota's just at home. Yeah. We got to run, Nation. When we come back, it is time for the 320 segment here. And Chiafalo has the details on what might be the goat of quarterback beer drinkers for you. Yeah, it's, uh, we have a new candidate. It's next in the GBAC Nation. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Nation. Oh, this would be fun right here. Uh, Eric Chiafalo has the details on a possible beer-drinking goat at quarterback. I I love a good uh, beer-drinking goat in any sport, whether it's John Daly Wade Boggs. Hello. A man who I believe once drank, what was it, 72 beers on a cross-country flight? It might even be like 120. They did a whole bit about that on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's a freaking legend, that Wade Boggs. Well, here he is, Eric Chiafalo. So is this the best young group of quarterbacks in the playoffs of all time when we're talking about the AFC? When you start running through the names here from Mahomes to Allen to Burrow to Herbert to Lawrence? I mean, we're talking about a bunch of like the future being out in front of all of these guys, some of which already have great, great individual success. Some of them are embarking on that, and maybe this is their time. But my gosh. And then the other question is, is this the most fun group of young quarterbacks? Because likable as it gets, right? Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen. Trevor Lawrence seems pretty likable. Herbert seems pretty likable. But, like, the personalities of Mahomes and Burrow in particular are pretty special. I got two clips here to uh, reinforce these issues. The first one is about Pat Mahomes. This is pretty special. And it comes courtesy of part of my take they had on uh, stand-up comedian Andrew Santino, uh, who you would know from the Lil Dicky show, Dave. He's uh, the red guy. Hey, I'm Dave. Red hair, yes. red beard, that guy. It's his uh, manager. It's his manager in the show. So he is now become buddies with a lot of these Chiefs players all of a sudden. Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes. And here's the story he shared about Mahomes going to one of his uh, shows and the party that ensued. Andrew Santorini. I'm sorry about that. Oh, 
we uh who knows what's going down from from, from a Gator standpoint at this moment. My, my, I apologize. Uh, my bad. Yeah, I'm no. in here training and everything. Yeah, but I, I was got not you right here. Aware that is on me. I, I know. I <laughs> <laughs> deal with this every day. My bad. Pat came to my show when I was in Dallas because he's from Texas, and me and uh, Pat and family and friends. And he goes, he's he came for the first show, and he was like, "Man, so fucking fun." And uh, he goes, "All right, well then." Uh, where do you want us now? And I was like, oh, well, I'll see you. I'm going to do the second show. You guys go have fun, and I'll see you whenever. And he's like, no, we're gonna, I think we're going to stay for the second show. I was like, oh. Uh -huh. I thought for sure he would dip. But he was like, no, we want to stay. And the server comes up to me, and she's like, that's your party, right? And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll take care of the bill. Like, whatever it is. She's like, no, 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 no. We're... It's we're comping everything anyway. I just want to let you know, like we have someone that's going to go have to get more Coors Light because nice. Mr. Mahomes has finished nice. all the Coors Light. Yep. Yes. I'm not kidding when I say this. Maybe 13 the first show. I love it. Maybe 10 the second show, Hell and yes. then we what? went out. I'm almost 40. He's much younger. So when the shows are done, I'm also tired. I worked, and Pat's like, "Yo, let's go out," and I'm like, "It's we're out. It's over." Yeah, <laughs> I can't. He's like, "No, no, no." Zeke is at this club. And of course, I was like, I kind of want to see Zeke. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. And he was like, you should go. And I was like, my wife's like, you really want to go to this? It's like 2.30. I was like, I do. Once yeah, in a lifetime. I, I really do. do. Yes, do I want to be pushed around by Ezekiel Elliott's security guard? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And did that happen? Yeah, it did. Because they're like, who are these little fucking white dorks trying to get into this all-athlete VIP? Uh -huh. And of course, Pat had to be like, no, 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 they're okay. And at one point, I wanted to be like, well, just stay outside the ropes. I don't deserve to be in that. Yeah, thing. no, I'm going to self-select out yeah, of this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You got to roll. Yeah. I wanted to opt out. How amazing is that, dude? 23 beers in an in That's an, a Texas Tech Red Raider right there. He spent a lot of time in Lubbock. You are not joking. Well, you know, it's one thing to spend a, 23 of them things in about, what, probably three and hours. And was still going out. And then it was, yeah, and th that was the pregame yeah. Yeah. to the club. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I, I looked up his height and weight, 225 pounds. You know, some people can just process beer. Obviously, Coors Light, not the most alcohol beer that sure, you, sure, that sure, you sure, can. Sure. Uh, but still, like, I think for a lot of people around beer 12 to 15, you got to get out of public. Right? Yeah, you know, it's right. like, I've had too much. Your, your your buddies are like, okay, it's time to, let's take the party home, buddy. <laughs> you know, but he, he's, he's like ready to go hit a club just where you started. have to really have it together on another level. Man. What that, a savage. Very, very impressive, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And he wears it. Like, you can tell when you watch him out there, and he's incredible. But he's, like, like with the, with the way he he's a, it's a bit pear-shaped. You know, yeah. he's not one of Come these on. TB12 dudes. And maybe no. he'll evolve to that. But he's definitely the guy. He's kinda, That's going to help cushion the blow. Yeah, he's one of the guys he at this to. He stays like, healthy. He's doing his thing, man. He's no. good the way oh, he is. Oh, no. He, I mean, as you age, if he's trying to, I mean, who knows what that turns into. But as of right now, it makes it all the more impressive that... He's boozing it up, uh, you know, as much as he wants, and then he's out there dominating. Yeah. I just love knowing MVP. that these guys are the bird is are, body shaming Pat Mahomes. Who's body shaming him? Uh, oh, yeah, you, you will. Well, you know, and I mean, quarterback is, is quarterback is, is, is one where like a little extra weight Walchuk can help. Walchuk just doesn't no, want to admit armor, the yeah. truth. It's not an indictment on him. It's actually a credit to him. Oh, it that, sounds like a bleeping indictment, Eric. I, I guess that, wow, that's a somebody's you problem, triggered. not a me problem. Somebody is a little bit triggered right <laughs> it's now. It always has to go there, huh? It's <laughs> always got to be body dysmorphia. <laughs> uh, just, a, just a little bit pear-shaped there, but uh, he's he's doing it with the beers, and I think it's it's funny. It's great. Like Even when you see him in the, in the State Farm commercial, he's wearing like like a skin tight uh, oh, Under Armour kind of shirt, 
And it's funny. It's funny. And he's just, it's like, that's just him. He oh, seems geez, like he's great Texas. to hang out with. You know, he, yeah. he, he's going to take his shirt off even though it doesn't look good. And he's going to drink you under the table <laughs> and then maybe go catch fish and hunt better than you. He's, he's going to do everything. everything. He's gonna and ride off in a horse. He's going to dunk know? on you. He's yeah. going to do all that stuff. He's just got a little bit of a beard. Yeah, there's it's nothing wrong with that. Very impressive. I, I, I love a couple of things. First of all, number one, when these guys are just guys and you hear they, you know, because quarterback, you have to be so tucked in with your shirt and they're like, hey, I'm a CEO. But you know, most of them are just total dudes mm-hmm. so when we get reports of this kind of stuff I, I love it the other thing i love is that that woolchuck used the term body dysmorphia <laughs> to describe your fat shaming of people and I, I just love that that might be the second best misused word since the umbilical cord woolchuck. <laughs> it's fine with me yeah it's terrific <laughs> uh yeah i didn't i didn't make him a female pat mahomes in that moment i don't think but either no, way not that either uh okay so pear-shaped Usually used for females. Uh, but okay. Either way, uh, no, that's a dude thing. Yeah. Is it yeah. parcels? Pear shaped. That's a dude. Yeah, that tuna. Was more yeah, than tuna. Anything. Yeah, he's kind of pear shaped. Uh, by the way, speaking <laughs> of parcels, more like <laughs> No, he hated me more. So I mean, it's we're 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 equal here. Brought us admitted that before. Bill Parcells led the league in fupa. See, nine oh three out of East Texas. No way he drank that much and functioned in that short a period. Some people can. I think he did. I think he totally think he pulled did. it off. Yeah. I think he led legendary. the party to wherever so, Zeke was. I think you're onto the Coors Light thing, by the way. Yeah, the Coors Light the will watery, make it easier. Very, yeah. watery. very watery. It's kind of like drinking yeah. those Mick Ultras. That's kind of like you might as well, oh, hey, are you having a beer? No, I'm at It's kind of a bottle of water. Yeah. I just it's that parched. Is. Yeah. Uh, and then Joe Burrow after the game, he uh, he got asked a ridiculous question. Uh, and and so <laughs> I did, uh, let me check myself there. We are good. We are We're good just the with the smile and the uh, nod. Full three sixty <laughs> turned around. Gave me an A OK. Yeah. Do you see me, buddy? Lucius hit the fireworks button right behind you, bro. Just checking on the Gator situation right now. Uh, but we're good. Coast is clear. Here's Joe Burrow being asked a ridiculous question about the Bengals' window and whether or not it's closing after the game on Sunday. And here was his legendary response. Windows my whole career, and and everybody that that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but. our window's always open. He's like, uh, the window's open as long as I'm here. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. I don't know what windows. Drop the mic, opening, baby. What's the deal? Is that the drive-through window? Like, my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about Burrow now, not, oh. not not Mahomes. What's right? in Cincinnati? May I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> the windows Can I have always a open. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah, I man. get a <laughs> Western bacon cheese, but a junior trying to watch my figure so I don't have body dysmorphia. Yeah, exactly. and according to my Googles, I used it correctly. So maybe you should read a bleeping book for Whoa. once, Dawson. Is Google a book? I don't think so. But let's go ahead, read the internet for yeah. us. Tell us what the definition Body is. Dysmorphia, a mental health condition where a person spends a lot of time worrying about flaws in their appearance. This can both affect men and women. Okay, is so, it a oh, self so he, thing though? So he was triggering thing, yeah. your body dysmorphia. Does it make well, you think maybe, about Joe? Maybe Pat Patrick Mahomes could have this because we have people no. like Eric body, in this world. Body, body dysmorphia is where this. is where people get slim and they still think they're fat. Yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah are you yeah. super stoled up and you don't think you're big enough? Like, man, yeah. I'm kind of fat. I need to cut yeah. up more. Right, 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 right. Pat, I think you're perfect just the way you are. Clearly, he is. Now you're putting that on him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's amazing. Badass. The 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 pear shape thing was uh, and. Like, uh, out of respect, like, he can be this. He can be the beer-drinking guy 
from Monday to Saturday, and then on Sunday he can go be MVP goat on you. Keep explaining. It that. is very very special, and then it's a fair question to say maybe he morphs into more TB12 style of living if he's trying pair. to be playing into his Twilight years. Maybe the or maybe orange. he goes maybe he goes the other way. He's the next Lorenzen, or uh, exactly, or maybe he's just completely built different. The hefty lefty, and he's yeah. going to be Coors personal favorite of mine, and racking up MVPs <laughs> for the next Favre. decade plus. Jeez. Uh-huh, nice work. He doesn't have more hips than our quarterback, man. No, Our quarterback doesn't. has hips, childbearing hips. Love handles, boy. Sexy out there in them tights. You see him? Love little twitch. Mm. Just don't go Damn. Big Ben, you know. I love when he does the warm ups. Never go Damn. full. Damn. Never go full Damn. Big Ben. Wow. Uh, uh, no. Rules are rules, man. I know you're probably not happy about <laughs> yeah. this. Mama right give me eight of them flap checks. Mama take away five of them flap checks. I want to stay home. Oh, for the crimson tide. Uh, and then we do we do have some good stuff with the with the Pro Bowl games, and uh, we will address more of it in the hodgepodge. But freeze tag. Are are we getting freeze tag? I know we are getting. Uh, I know we're getting dodgeball. We? Oh, we have dodgeball last year. Yeah, we have precision passing, longest drive of a golf ball. That's fun. That is fun. Best catch, similar to the dunk contest. We have gridiron gauntlet. That's a race. We have kick tack toe, which I'm fascinated by. Move the chains, weighted wall pull, and three part lightning round. Whatever the hell that is. Dude, best catch is probably going to be super, super sweet. I'm looking forward to... Well, that was to... the thing they did last year. Was that with the... with the They have the pads and stuff like that, and they jump. Yeah, they try and, like... They do tricks. Like, they did it last year. Yeah, it's almost like a dunk contest. Yeah, you but you have to... Yeah, you have people that throw you the ball, and then you kind of do a one-handed, behind-the-back kind of catch thing. And I do... I, I The one I miss the most is just who can throw it the farthest. Yeah, that's, that, that's still the one that that's when, an it, injury, when it that's when an it, injury waiting now. When it comes right on there. NFL Network as a replay from like twenty years ago, and yeah. you have goats, yeah, you have Boomer Esiason. No, man, you <laughs> no, got goats. Marino. Oh, and goats. You, <laughs> got, you got friggin' you got Favre. I didn't say his yeah. first name, so you're fine, Walshaw. That would be legendary yeah. though. We have like the all-time great quarterbacks come back and participate in this. Oh well, I that'd mean, be cool. And that that would be fun. Or these guys, these guys that we're talking about right now. You know, the pear-shaped Mahomes and the very very confident window open Joe you Burrow. Guys like that, how far can they throw it? To me, that's must-watch television. That would be a lot of fun. I love something like that. I love the old school ones. Two, five, four. Okay, guys, when I was drinking and working on the farm on any given Saturday, I'd go through two 30-packs and be good at the end of the night. Yeah, okay. But I'm retired five years like the general. Love my N.A., though. That's Tony O out there on the two, five, four. Yeah, the quotations around good at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was sleeping yeah. in the John Deere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. They found me in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> I was safe though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I woke up the next day. Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, his yeah. head on the his, yeah. <laughs> his dad out there on the backhoe again. Yeah, looks like it. Where are your pants? Uh, <laughs> Any 30 packs left in the fridge? Nope. They're both gone. I was good. (laughs) Debunking myths for all 14 NFL teams. What is the biggest myth around the Cowboys right now at 877-881-1053? And we are back in the nation. All right, we're doing NFL playoff team uh, myth busting. We're debunking myths here. What's the biggest myth about the Cowboys at 877-881-1053? ESPN did a nice article about this. We'll give you the myth that they say, and we'll ask you, do you agree with it and all that? Now, checking the text, it's Brian in the 214 who says, the biggest mystery around the Cowboys is that they have a good quarterback. Okay, so I just just wanted to- Is that Brian with a Y or an I? 
I, I don't know. Uh, looks like a Y, y. to me. Oh, with a Y? Maybe I, last name Baratus. Wow. Wow. Whoa. That, I don't know Whoa. about that. Yeah, that's it. irresponsible it of you. It might have been. It well, might have been. That'd be irresponsible of me to say that, wouldn't it? <laughs> it I, sure did, I did want to get that take out there because I knew somebody ignorant before too long would be <laughs> echoing it, right? <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out of the way. Most definitely ignorant. Yes, that's right. Most definitely. At 877-881-1053. Biggest myth is the Cowboys offense is the highest. I say that respectfully because ignorance is, you know, you can always learn. It happens. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. It doesn't have to be a horrible thing. Exactly. You know, sometimes you just don't know. Sorry, though. Uh, biggest myth is the Cowboys offense is the highest scoring in the league. It's only because they played bad teams since Dak came back. Wow. Mm. Okay. Uh, 682. It's a myth that Zeke is still good. I think he's a pretty good running back. I think this offensive line has really let the team down. Um, but I appreciate it. You know, Zeke's definitely not in his prime anymore. 405 Dawson biggest myth is that the pass rush is absent five sacks the past two games getting pressure consistently and taking the ball away at a high clip this D is going to tear up some ass in the playoffs all right I like that confidence crotch first baby let's go the ass terror defense man it'll go down in uh in legendary status like those move over doomsday yeah here comes the ass tearing D (laughs) that's a good t-shirt you you lived that yesterday when you oh. were drying the ass tear on Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a clean. What? It was pretty clean. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, man. We go, to, we go to ESPN, and here they have the Cowboys coming in as the first wild card team. The myth about them, the Cowboys won't be able to win on the road in the playoffs. Now, the Cowboys have lost eight road postseason games in a row. I didn't know that. Eight Bro, in a row? Bro, it goes row? back to like 91 or something. Second longest active streak in the league yeah, behind 92. the Lions. Ninety-two NFC championship, championship game, game at Candlestick, San, San Francisco. Oh, oh, were you there, Young. Brian? Were you there? I, I was there. Steve Young and the Niners that day. Were you hammered, Brian? Were you hammered? Okay, that was the You're last working. time they beat them. Um, now, uh, why it's wrong? Most of the players in the Cowboys weren't even born the last time the team won a road playoff game, which means they don't care about a streak that long, and they really haven't been involved in it. On average, this season at home, they scored about thirty points per game, allowed twenty, but on the road, they still outscored opponents twenty-seven twenty. In fact, the only statistical category in which they were much better. You know, I don't care what the season-long stats say. This is a much different Cowboys team. You took away Anthony Brown and Terrence Steele, and this stuff doesn't matter. You know, you can talk about, well, it doesn't matter because these guys weren't even alive 30 years ago when the streak started. Okay, well, you know, Tampa still has a great front. Uh, The Cowboys still aren't as good on the road. And they still have Tom Brady over there who is going to absolutely torment your corners. Talk about reasons why you think the Cowboys are going to beat the Buccaneers. And maybe it's not a great front, but the Cowboys' protection and run blocking is so bad right now, it just takes above average. And getting Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks back, is it's, it, you know, sure, they, they could win on the road, you know, but it's going to be because... They hit the hell out of Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, you remember Denver, New England, 2014, Patriots going to Denver, and Tom's like under 200 yards. He's getting battered, and like all day he's trying to throw while somebody's holding his legs. That's how you could beat them. Giant Super Bowl. the only way. That's, yeah. yeah. When, if you, if the, the way you'll know very quickly as the game wears on, and I've always said this about playing Brady, if you see grass stains on the back of his jersey, if you see the two get a smear or the name Brady with a grass smear on it, that's how it is. Teams that have hit him bring eye level down, and he feels that. that you, every chance you get to hit this guy, you need to take. 
it 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 it, we're, it wears on him now at 45 years old. It really does. Is it a myth about the bad luck blues? Because isn't that what the Cowboys are going to be rocking? Yeah, they're going to yeah. blue jerseys, white pants. That's going to be rough. Oh, okay, white pants. Yeah. I think that helps things, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't the white pants help things Maybe over the over the silver ones? Maybe. Here, here's a reason <sighs> why the Cowboys me. can win. I'll, I'll get, well, you sounded really confident there. I do have a little bit of nerves He's about white. the Navies. Uh, I do. Um, but you know what? I'm just going to throw that to the wind right now. I think that you can throw on them. I do, on the secondary. And I think that the pass protection, while we're, we are nervous about the run blocking, yeah. The pass protection's improved. Go for it. That's one area where Tyron Smith has helped on the right side. While he is, he's definitely a downgrade from Terrence Steele in the run blocking, I think that the offensive line is still okay in pass pro. And you just had Darnold throw for 340 yards against him two weeks ago, and you had DJ Moore go for a buck 17. So, and they, I mean, Darnold's not as good as Dak, and DJ Moore, I think that CeeDee Lamb's better than DJ Moore. I think they're comparable, but I, I'd take CeeDee Lamb over DJ Moore. So, yeah. I think you can throw the football on the Bucks secondary, and I think that you should be able to give Dak some time with Biotish back inserted into the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, those, those are good points, and I think that's why Vegas has the Cowboys favored for this game. You know, I, I think there are things you can point to. I just think over the last couple of years, we've seen what's happened in the second half of the season. They've lost their ability to run the football. Um, and it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, that's like, that'd be my number one question for Kellen Moore. How, how to like two years in a row has this run game been going great? And then maybe you have an injury and all of a sudden you're one of the worst at running the football as you're getting set to take on Tampa. Um, you know, I think that's pretty bad timing. Okay, the the Chiefs' biggest myth is their offense is just as explosive as Tyreek Hill. They did lead the league in yards and points per game. Um, But Mahomes' average passing touchdown in his career had been 19.5 yards, and now it's down to 12.2, which is the lowest figure of of his career. Is this still the team that you would most fear offensively in the NFL, the Chiefs? Man, I I certainly get if you would. I I think right now where where I'm at is – the advantage that you 49ers. have, the 49ers are up there. I think I think there's no greater advantage in the sport right now than a quarterback that can just take the ball and run. I think it's the Bills, and I think that's Josh Allen and the Bills. I, I he think, turns that ball over a lot. No, for sure, and oh, that's something does. that can that's something that can get you. But I think especially like it's not the long term over over the five ten years. It's probably not the best way to team build. It's not the best way to keep your quarterback afloat. It's not a regular season thing. You should do too too much but once you get into the small sample size of the playoffs I you run your quarterback into the ground and and that is the I think in a one game sample I don't know that you could find a greater advantage and I think the Bills are going to have that they're going to have a bye basically with no two in the Dolphins and then they're going to end up in a neutral site game probably versus the Chiefs and then okay but I, I just I feel like Josh Allen running the ball designed or scrambles if they lean it'll into be that, devastating. I think it'll be devastating. Yeah. It just stresses you too much. I, I think he was answer. doing it maybe too much during the season, and they scaled him back a little bit, but they're going to turn him Unleash. loose. Yeah, Is that's it great possible point. that all three of those offenses would be Chiefs, Bills, Bengals? Yeah, I was the thinking AFC. the Bengals would be in there too, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Number two is the Bills. The myth on them, the pass rush is in trouble without Von Miller. You know, weeks 13 until the end, they they were pressuring quarterbacks at a higher rate, and they were their pass rush win rate was actually higher. Um, so the other guys have done a great job since the Von Miller injury, stepping up and providing the Bills with a, a really good pass rush. 
Myth number three, the Bengals, uh, they have fixed their offensive line. Uh, they did improve giving up sacks, I think, from 51 to 39. But only five quarterbacks have taken more sacks than Burrow this season. He actually got hit more per game than he did in 2021. Uh, and the Bengals' 50.1% pass block win rate was third worst in the league ahead of only the Jags and the Colts. So Burrow has improved here, uh, getting rid of the football and avoiding you know uh, bad decisions back there. And But the offensive line is not the reason that they have uh, taken uh, significantly less sacks. Man, that's amazing. Like The fact that they were able to get to the Super Bowl with how much he was getting hit last year is just nuts. And now they're doing it again. And, and that's partially probably it's like a credit and an indictment to Burrow because a lot of the times sacks they, they look at now is most of the time that can be on the quarterback. Uh, so maybe he's getting himself into some of these situations where he's getting hit and or sacked. But the fact that he's still able to overcome it and it's like, OK, this is a flaw in my game, I guess. But I'm still able to dominate at the same time. Like that's that's pretty crazy. OK, then the Niners myth real quick. Shanahan can put up points no matter who the quarterback is. They say it's wrong because Shanahan's offenses have not been excellent in the postseason. In Shanahan's six career playoff games as a head coach, his offensive has a modest 21.7 points per game in the playoffs. So that uh, may be an opportunity. May, maybe uh, they won't be so unstoppable if the Cowboys do, in fact, face them on this path. Okay, <laughs> Cowboys imminent Hall of Famer DeMarcus Ware is going to join us. We're going to talk with D. Ware about all the big topics with the playoffs starting and his Hall of Fame candidacy. That's coming up next here in the GBAC Nation. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 